Welcome to Small Business Lifeline, Crane's podcast to navigate the coronavirus crisis. My name is Christine Honeydare Bryan, and I am an editor with Crane Communications. So I have been hearing from many small businesses who are still finding that their work is completely on hold because COVID is keeping them from selling their products. And this is especially true in the travel industry. So while this may apply to many Small Business Lifeline listeners, today we're going to take just 10 minutes of your time to talk to two Michigan-based travel companies about how they are staying engaged with clients, how they're keeping the lights on, and really how they're surviving financially when they know people are chomping at the bit to travel but just can't right now. Robin Weber-Pollock is the owner of Ann Arbor, Michigan-based Journeys International, where she has been president since 2011. And Journeys has a long history of being a pioneer in ecotourism and adventure travel. Robin, it's great having you on our show. Thanks for inviting me. So let's first talk about what you have done to keep your business going while people just can't travel like they did before. The first step was certainly to take action early to cut expenses. We have shrunk our staff completely to zero and we've stayed in touch with all of our staff about how to support them and when we can bring them back on when the economy improves. So if people really can't book travel right now, how are you keeping money coming in? We've done some small programs and gotten some new deposits on trips far into the future, but substantially we've relied on PPP loan funding and we've started to apply for some grants. There are a lot of corporate sources of grant funding. We're waiting to hear if we've received a grant from the Michigan Small Business Restart Grant Program, but in the meantime, we've applied for grants from the Small Backpack Fund uh, and also from the Lowe's Foundation. And a lot of these corporate grant applications are pretty easy to complete. Uh, The questions aren't super involved and they just wanna know that you're gonna be using their money for a good purpose. Where can I find information about these grants? Often people from the uh, business responsibility offices at these foundations will post them on social media. Keep an eye and an ear to the ground there. And if you let your networks know that you're on the lookout, you will have friends who are so eager to help you find support for your business. So what have you also done to really kind of remain engaged with your clients while they can't travel? Your clients who can't travel are craving information and inspiration about travel. Travel is a part of their lives. So if you can fuel their imaginations with information, um, they'll eat up that content. We also are running an open border report blog to keep travelers posted on the constantly changing condition of border policies around the world. And it's been a great source of SEO for us. That's been the biggest source of traffic on our website. We also have been staying in touch with our travelers about the guides and drivers around the world in our destinations who are struggling right now without income from travel. And we've been asking our travelers if they might consider taking a portion of the funds that they would have spent on travel during this period and sending it to the destinations anyway to help support those people who rely on that income so heavily. What kind of response have you gotten when you've asked uh, your clients to do something like that? We've gotten a very generous response. We have people who have given at every level from $15 up to 
thousands of dollars. And what has been really inspiring to me is that every time we ask, we have new people who open their pocketbook to continue the support, which is crucial because we have guides who are in destinations that have promised to open their borders only to rescind that promise and to announce that now they will be keeping those borders closed until the new year. What else are you doing? I know as someone who loves to travel, I really miss traveling and I really would want to be engaged with anyone and everyone I could talk to about travel. So what are you doing to keep that conversation going with your clients? Well, one thing we're doing is looking for ways to redefine what adventure looks like for people. We are putting on online events to engage people in creative experiences that get the juices flowing. We have had some conversations where people participate with other other peers around the world on unique topics like what race looks like in different countries or what the experience of motherhood looks like in different countries. We're also creating some self-guided backyard adventures for people and everybody should head to our website to keep posted on what the unique opportunities are that will continue to trickle out from us as the pandemic continues. And tell us what is your website? Journeysinternational.com. Robin Weber Pollock, it's been wonderful having you on our show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Christine. Ehab Zaki is president of Spikerman Travel, which is based in the Detroit area. And his travel company focuses on clients who have traveled to at least 100 countries or more to beyond exotic locations like Iraq, Ethiopia, and Turkey. And his tours are often hosted by academics like museum curators and university professors. So he has a really specialized group of clients who can't travel right now. Ehab, it's great having you on our show. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. It's nice to be with you. First, tell us who are your customers and how are you surviving financially if they can't travel right now? Currently, uh, well, you know, we've had a good opportunity to get one of those Paycheck Protection Program loans from the SBA. And this has helped us a little bit for a few months to, you know, survive and pay the bills, pay, keep the staff and pay the rent. and. I also, after that, stopped paying myself a salary. I'm just, you know, working, hoping that this is going to eventually, of course, pick up one day. Luckily, my wife is working, so she has a, still a stable job. So I can try to do my best for now. And then we've had a bit of savings from the last years when we had good years and we kept them on the side just for a rainy day. And the rainy day definitely has come. Give me a sense of who are your clients and where do they want to go? What's their age? How much are they spending? Sure, sure. The usual demographic of our clients is as follows. They are mostly people between their early 60s to their mid 80s, maybe. Most likely retired. We have a very small percentage who still work, but the majority are retirees who are actually very keen on traveling to exotic places. They have done all the regular typical destinations like Europe and France and, you know, Costa Rica and all of those places. And now they are trying to explore the unexplored parts of the world. And they are highly educated, um, most of them with BAs, MAs, lots of PhDs. They are considered well-traveled. Most of them have done at least 100 countries, if not more. I've had people actually 
who finished the world. We've had over 10 clients who've done 196 countries, and we've actually helped them out to finish their goal. When they said, take us to Libya or to Yemen or to any of those unusual places, we can arrange it for them, we prepare it for them, we ensure their safety, security, and you know, we make them achieve their goals in life. Tell me, when they were no longer able to travel, did you have to pay them a lot of money back for, for trips that they would have taken? We were very lucky as an agency because the type of clients we have is very loyal to us and they are so keen on going to those places. So the fact that they have postponed the gratification of going in those next few months they are still determined to go to those places. So they did not say, okay, give us back the money and we're out. 90% of our customers have actually told us, keep the money, give us another trip next year, or even in 2022, and we already started having at least 30 or 40 different tours planned for 2022, just to be ready to tell people, here they are, if you wanna move your deposits, we move them to those trips. And we were very lucky, we had the, several hundred people who just moved their deposit. Maybe 90% of our total clientele has kept their money with us until a future date, a future trip. How are you keeping your customers engaged while they can't travel? And I'm sure they're desperate to travel. What are you doing to stay in contact with them? That's a very nice, interesting question because it's something that we asked ourselves when the pandemic started in March. And we felt that we're gonna be completely incommunicato with the clients. There's nothing to discuss after that for many, many months until we figure out what to do. So we said, no, we're not going to sit silent and just sit waiting for the good day to happen. So we planned a monthly newsletter that goes out to everybody on our mailing database, on our mailing list. And it has all kinds of news about different countries, what we're doing, what we're planning, what we're thinking. Uh, we're also hosting weekly, every Sunday, virtual lectures where some of our experts would come and speak to a group of our clients who decide to join those Zoom meetings. We usually have between 60, 70, 80, and some of them even 100 clients who attended to listen to different lectures. We had lectures about the most beautiful mosques of the world, the most beautiful palaces of the world, you know, the birth of Christianity in the Middle East, and many other interesting subjects of every lecturer and his expertise would come and speak and those zooms have made people constantly looking forward to it everybody was saying this is like our weekly pilgrimage to keep engaged to stay educated and to keep dreaming and this is exactly what we wanted them to do and we've done this for three months now ihab zaki it has been wonderful having you on our show thank you thank you christine it's been a pleasure to be with you thank you Thanks for listening to Small Business Lifeline. This has been Christine Honey Dare Bryan with Crane Communications. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast networks. And if you have story tips, please email me at c-d-a-r-e-b-r-y-a-n at c-r-a-i-n-s-n-e-w-y-o-r-k.com. We'll be coming to you each week with more tips on how your small business can survive this pandemic. Have a great week.